Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Vanderson. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible reading of December the 24th, day 358. We read the first of Apostle John's letters that he wrote to encourage his believing readers to remain in the truth so that they will not sin, but that if any believer does sin, he or she can rely on Jesus as their advocate before God for forgiveness. He taught that the evidence of a believer's salvation is proven through obedience to God's commandments and the expression of his or her love for fellow Christians. If anyone lives in rebellion or harbors hatred for any believer, the love of God cannot be in him or her. He taught that no one is able to love both the things of the world and heaven at the same time. Worldly things refer to physical pleasures and pride in self-sufficiency. He taught that if believers maintain their fellowship with Christ, they will be able to stand in confidence while all others shrink away in shame during their eternal separation described in Revelation chapter 21 verses 7 and 8. He wrote that all who remain in Jesus will not deliberately sin. Finally, for today's reading, he repeated the theme of warning against false teachers, those who hold to a non-biblical worldview. December the 25th, day 359. Merry Christmas. We read that the purpose of John's letter is to confirm the authenticity of the reader's salvation and that they should pray with confidence when they do so in agreement with the will of God. He challenged the believers to demonstrate love for each other. He reminded them that having God's Spirit on the inside assures them of their salvation. The Apostle John taught that the believer's victory over the evil of the world's system can only be accomplished through their faith in God. He taught that believers should pray for God's mercy over another believer who is struggling with a particular sin, but he also warned that a believer who deliberately and repeatedly sins, that is, with a high hand, may have their life taken away by God for the sake of the health of the rest of the church body. Next we read the Apostle John's second and third letters. In them he encouraged the believers to remain in God's truth, obey his commands, and show love to the others in the church. December the 26th, day 360. We read the letter written by Jude, who wrote his letter to urge the believers to defend the faith against all false teachers. He challenged believers to build each other up in the faith. Next, we read Jesus' revelation of the impending climax of God's plan. The Apostle John gave a description of Jesus and the purpose and intended audience for the book. In it, Jesus assessed the condition of each of the seven first century churches, Jesus was disappointed that the church in Ephesus had given up on the love that they once practiced for each other and for God. His encouragement was for their diligence, faithfulness, and their resolve not to deny Christ during their persecution. He promised them a reward for overcoming. The second church was in Smyrna. He made no complaint against them. His encouragement was for their endurance in the face of persecution and poverty. He promised them a reward for their faithfulness. Finally, the third church was Thyatira. His complaint was that they tolerated a false prophetess within their church membership. His encouragement was that there were some that resisted her teaching. He promised future positions of authority and power to those who continue to obey him. December the 27th, day 361. We read Jesus' revelation given to the Apostle John. It continues with Jesus' assessment of the remaining three churches. He informed the church in Sardis that he could see right through their masquerade. Jesus challenged them to sincerely return to the basics of Christianity. 
He commended the obedient ones. Jesus had only encouragement for the church in Philadelphia because they demonstrated resilience in the face of persecution. Jesus promised great rewards for their continued perseverance. The final church that Jesus assessed was in Laodicea. He decried their self-sufficient indifference. Included in this portion is a statement that demonstrates Jesus' magnificent grace of waiting for an invitation to enter where he has every right to demand the utmost respect. Next, John described the brilliance of God's throne and the constant unified worship of him by the surrounding elders and the living beings for his holiness and his master craftsmanship in all of creation. Then one of the 24 elders revealed that Jesus was the only one worthy of opening the scroll held by God on the throne. Catastrophic disasters were inflicted upon the earth as he broke six of the seven seals on the scroll. December the 28th, day 362. We read that before the breaking of the seventh seal, an angel came to preserve the Lord's 144,000 servants. The next scene is of the crowds of believers from every race who died during the Great Tribulation praising God in heaven. When the seventh seal was broken, there was a moment of silence. Seven angels were each given a trumpet, and an angel took the prayers of the saints mixed with incense and poured them on the altar. An angel took fire from the altar and threw it on the earth, causing great thunder, lightning, and earthquakes. As each angel took turns blowing his trumpet, great destruction and suffering was inflicted on the earth and the people. After the fourth affliction was dealt, an angel flew to warn of more destruction to come. Then after the fifth and sixth trumpet was blown, the people still refused to repent. A pause in the destruction was made to announce that upon the blowing of the seventh trumpet, God's mysterious plan will be fulfilled. It will happen just as he announced it to his servants, the prophets. John was given a scroll to eat and instructed to prophesy again about the earth's various people. It was sweet in his mouth, but it turned sour in his stomach, just as the angel had said it would. December the 29th, day 363. We read about the two witnesses that have almost three and a half years to prophesy. They will be invincible and will have power over nature. When their allotted time is spent, the beast from the bottomless pit will kill them. Everyone will gloat over their dead bodies for three and a half days until God's breath re-enters their bodies and he draws them up to heaven. In the past, this detail was a mystery to theologians, but now with the invention of the personal mobile phone, it is very plausible that there will be enough of them across the earth to make this possible for the entire world to look on their bodies for three and a half days. Next, the seventh angel blew his trumpet to announce that the time of God's reign would become evident with the first order of business being to judge the redeemed and the rebels. The deeds of the redeemed are measured for an increased reward while the deeds of the rebels are measured for their appropriate level of punishment. Then in heaven, the temple of God will be opened where the ark of his covenant will be presented with great power. John saw an event of great significance. It was the interaction between the woman and the dragon. My goal here is to only summarize, not interpret. So I will only say that to me, the event appears to be a symbolic overview of Satan's historic attack on God with Israel caught in the middle. 
Next, John saw two more visions of beasts coming out of the sea and the earth. Each one blasphemed God and overpowered the believers. However, Jesus will be victorious. The apparent purpose of the vision is to encourage the Christians that will be persecuted and martyred to endure with patience, obeying his commands and maintaining their faith in Jesus, even to the point of their own deaths. In the end, there will be a great harvest of souls over all the history of the world, the righteous to heaven and the unrighteous to hell. December the 30th, day 364. We read John's second of two significant events. There were seven angels, each holding a plague that would finally bring God's wrath to completion. But before they could begin their task that would devastate the earth with contagious diseases, total death of everything in the sea, the loss of all drinking water, scorching solar flares, total blindness, a temporary reprieve will be given to sing the song of Moses and the Lamb. This reminds me of Psalm chapter 23, verse 5. The overcomers will sing about God's works, ways, fearfulness, glory, holiness, worshipful essence, and his total transparency to those he loves. Following this, the full wrath of the worst suffering imaginable will be inflicted on all unbelievers, but they will refuse to repent. It will end with an earthquake so severe that the entire earth's topography will be altered, leaving her without any mountains or islands. John also saw the punishment and destruction of the world system infrastructure built on lust and luxury and the fall of all the hoarders of wealth. The command will be given for God's worshipers of all time to rejoice because this judgment is in recompense for the collective suffering of all righteous people throughout history. December the 31st, day 365. We conclude the reading of the Bible by reading that the perfect worship of God in heaven will be done with shouting and falling prostrate on the ground. Then Jesus on a white horse and his armies dressed in white also on white horses will kill all the enemies of God. Satan's leaders will be cast alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. He will be bound for a thousand years while the martyred Christians will rule with Christ. Then upon his release, Satan will assemble all whom he can deceive for a final but futile attempt to destroy God's people and his city. John saw a great white throne where those whose names were not found in the book of life will be judged and cast into the eternal lake of fire. God will live among his people as their father and they, in their new heavenly bodies, will enjoy his presence without fear in the new heaven and earth. Finally, Jesus said that the events of this revelation is soon to come, so everyone needs to get ready because only those who have washed their robes will be admitted. A dreadful warning was made against changing any of the words in this revelation of Jesus Christ to the Apostle John. This concludes this week's summary of the daily chronological Bible readings. It also concludes the summary of the entire Bible. At this time, I do not have plans for any more episodes. However, I intend to return to some previous episodes that I would like to edit. If you would like to be informed of future episodes, please go to intunewithyou.com. Pull down the podcast tab where you will find a form to sign up. It will be securely sent to me encrypted, and I will let you know if I expand on this podcast show. Feel free to forward any comments or questions 
I will be very happy to receive them. I do expect to retire from my full-time teaching job at the end of the school year, 2024. I expect to create some new episodes involving my music performances. If you would like to be informed of those, please revisit intomithyou.com for announcements. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed these summaries. I hope that they inspired you to dig deeper and to wade into the deep spiritual waters of God's holy word, and that you will get to know him better and more accurately by studying his holy word. May the Lord bless you. Goodbye.